Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, are you ready to add a sprinkle of joy to your day? Then you need to check out Add to Cart. Hi, I'm Sujan Pak. And I'm Kulap Vilaisak. We're your hosts, and on this show, we talk about the things we buy, the things we buy into, and what it says about who we are. That's right. Each week, we're going to have some honest and maybe, you know, little TMI conversations about all the fabulous, weird, wonderful things we're adding to or ditching from our carts. You know, we talk about beauty products, latest health trends, philosophies we're passionate about. Nothing is off limits on this podcast. We're diving deep into everything we and our guests buy into and exploring what it reveals about who we truly are. We're going to decide what's worth the investment, be it money or emotions. Add to Cart from Lemonada Media has new episodes out on Tuesdays, wherever you get your podcasts. Lemonada. I'm Kiki Monique, and this is I'm Sorry, the unapologetic show about apologies. And this week, it's confirmed, I like cats more than I like people. Wow. And this is Mohana Dilshehi, and I do agree. And I'm also here with a new royal conspiracy. Is King Charles alive? Do we know that? I have no <laughs> oh, idea. Oh, good question. I don't good think question. He is. Yeah, we've seen him one time. I don't think he's alive. Just saying. Oh, my God. And uh, I'm Oja Lopez, and this week... I realized that I'm not good at a series of things that I should be good at, including reading the time in a non-digital way, Roman numerals, and knowing the alphabet as well as the months. I don't know all of these things very well, and I think it's because I moved around a lot when I was a kid, and so I think I got confused in certain lessons. But oh, is that why? <laughs> yeah, I can't be stupid, right? Like that's no. not a possibility. <laughs> what a what a brag! Oh, oh, I was like, was like, yeah. Sometimes I just get the time wrong and I have these flaws, but just because it's I'm well traveled, <laughs> I've just been in so many places. I can't tell time anymore. I'm just uh. always permanently jet lagged. You know, I will say um, one thing I am Judgy McJudgerson about is when people don't know whether a month has 30 or 31 days. Like, I I really do get judgmental about that. Yeah, because it's just like, we've we've gone through the same months. How are you not aware? Uh, (laughs) Like, if you can talk, it means that you have done at least five of those, five years. So it should be, you know, have them on lock right now. I will say August is the most confusing, though, because August feels like it should only have 30 days, but it has 31. So I I give people a pass on August. Wow. I really do not know. 
I know that February is the shortest month of the year, and I know that December, because there's a December 31st, but I literally, I don't have any idea about any of the other months, I think, aside from those two. Wow. Um, so that's, I'm so sorry, you guys. I, I'm, I'm in your pet peeve. I'm in the pocket here of your pet peeve. Um, no, but I realized the other day I just heard people saying the alphabet backwards. Girl. I could not do it. It well, was not no possible one can for do me. That. Who can do that? It's one of those things that it's not that people can't do it, but people who do it and they do it in front of you and it's like, do you want me to be impressed right now? Like this is like seriously the most useless shit. Like, I've I'm ever honored, heard in my I was life. so impressed when they were doing it. I was literally like mouth ajar going like you are a superhero. Like, I don't know. Their trick was working on me. It yeah, really did. You, they might as well write in cursive and do some algebra. <laughs> like, it just useless. Just useless. Yeah, it's like it's like if you're like, I can speak Dutch. And it's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, if you me. guys are trying to impress someone, what is your what are your go-to things when you're trying to impress people? Oh. I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm myself and I'm pretty impressive. I'm just, I am <laughs> confident enough to say that when I roll up in a place, I feel confident enough in myself. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I have something specific, truly. Yeah. You don't have like your go-to arsenal of like, oh, I'm about to have a good conversation no matter what. No, it's like I have those moments like when I like learn a new word and I like know mm-hmm. how to use it. I oh will maybe God. overuse that word for like a couple yeah. of weeks. This is me literally every time I read a book, which happens not often, but <laughs> I pick, I pick up two new words and I, or it's not even like words. Okay. Sometimes it's a topic and I have to bring it back to that topic, no matter what the conversation is. Yeah. That's like when I went to France for three weeks and then my friends were like, you need to shut the fuck up about France. Oh, huh? For like six months after I came back. <laughs> you, it's just, it's just that you can't, you know, like, especially like if you go to a part of France that people don't usually go to, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to bring it up, you know? Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, this weather reminds me of when I was there, you know, it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. Your personality sort of like it starts becoming France or it starts becoming whatever book you just read or whatever show you just watched. Well, that the new version of that is TikTok. When you get into TikTok, literally for like six months, all you can say to your friends is like, so I saw on TikTok. So I learned on TikTok. So I heard on TikTok. It's like, do you look at anything else? No, actually, no. I don't. It's like 12 Girl, hours I'm one of those people that's like, I just read a peer-reviewed article from LexisNexis. And my friend is like, do you mean TikTok? And I'm like, yeah. Exactly, yeah. I feel, I, here's the thing, okay? I don't know if we, if, <laughs> if reading books is in still. Like... Are we like I feel like it's one of those things where I'm just like, are we still supposed to do that? Like, I'm am I am I supposed to be like you know still, re- or is there or is it, sometimes like I would find an article or something just to convince myself like that watching like visual form of that book is enough. It's like reading a book. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like an infograph is a text. Essentially. I just don't know. Like I can't I can't sit down and just read. The only thing that books do for me now, like if I'm on a plane, like a long flight, and I cannot fall asleep, all I have to do is truly read three lines from a book and I immediately (laughs) fall asleep. I will say I have friends whose 
the cornerstone of their entire personality is that they read a lot of books. And I love them for it. I love it about them. I do think that there is like some people out there who read books fervently, but it does feel like culture is kind of like taking us away from that. And it's more like you're getting your fix of that fast, immediate thing. And books are just this longer experience that you have to kind of like patiently get through. And if you don't have that, then it's really hard to get into it. It's just funny because it's very, you know, it's very, books are like very descriptive, you know, like they will like go into detail about everything. (laughs) That is the funniest thing you've ever said. No, seriously. I feel like you're trying to like, prove Kanye is the visionary that he believes himself to be because like <laughs> the fact that he's saying he does not read books. Like, what are you saying? That this is the future? Just to say like I don't do books? <laughs> it, it's truly, it truly is. Because books are like uh, his eyelids close and now all he can see is darkness. And he's oh. like, bro, just say he went to sleep. Like, what are we What are we doing? <laughs> my favorite thing that Kanye said about the book. So he said, I actually haven't read any book. But my favorite part of that quote is, quote, reading is like eating Brussels sprouts for me. And talking is like getting the Giorgio Robaldi corn ravioli. <laughs> I feel like we would have to read in order to understand that second reference or do we yeah. not I mean. or just be like a wealthy person in los angeles or yeah. wherever giorgio baldio is making corn ravioli yeah exactly yeah because these people like experience those things you know they don't really read about them the irony is that kanye studied english in college so that's why he's done with reading yeah i, feel like I mean he, he was he, a college dropout so and yeah. that album made him a billionaire so you know maybe he's right why do we need to read? Look, I mean, I get it that people who read, it's, it's like when I tell people like the way I watch TV, to me, it's very normal. I'm just like, this is how people consume TV. But then I talk to people like, hey, have you watched this? Have you done? And they haven't watched most of the stuff I've watched or they're not like as quick as I do. Because sometimes like I start like watching a TV show, me and my friend. And I'm texting him about like an episode. And they're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at season six. I know it's been five days. But I've just been yeah. doing it. I'm like, how do you do anything else? I'm like, I can just watch TV and also work. That's fine. Yeah. And I definitely, I feel like I feel smarter if I choose to binge on things like documentaries, right? Like versus yeah. like, you know, Real Housewives. Like if I'm like totally like something that is nonfiction or I feel like I'm learning something, it's yeah. it's just as good. We should go to Donda Academy and we should go to Donda <laughs> Academy and we'll get right enrolled in this Christian private school that Kanye created, and I'm sure we'll we'll develop our our taste for books at Donda. But are you sending your kid to a school with no books? Is that is is that? I mean, I'm not saying they don't have books, but it seems like that would be. Oh yeah, I mean, it's such a it's such a normal thing to send your kids to school. Not only that doesn't have books, that also makes you sign an NDA. And it's a religious school. Nothing ha- bad has ever happened out of something like this. Never at all. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny because, like, to me, Connie just like saw the Catholic Church and was just like, "Okay, this is what they've done wrong, <laughs> and that's why we have NDAs. We're gonna avoid all of that stuff." I just want to know the parent. Like, I need to stand outside the first day. I mean, maybe first day of Donna Academy has already happened, but I want to see the parents who are bringing their kids. Uh, to Donna Academy, um, I need to know. I want to talk to them. I want to have coffee with them. I want to understand. 
yeah. why they decided to make that decision. I want to talk to the kids <laughs> themselves. I want to find out what happened during the day. I'm trying to think of like what would happen in a Kiki Academy. And I feel like it would be like drinks with friends and you'd be like teaching just like drinks with friends a happy hour. You'd also be teaching extreme online sleuthing. Like you'd have an online detective class. I'm just I'm um, just imagining the like uh, the admission exams where just like they have three bagels in front of them and they're just like, what's your favorite one? <laughs> and if they pick the wrong one, it's like you shouldn't. Failed. You shouldn't come here or to any school. Honestly, you're a bad person. Oh yeah, any, the, the first kid that picks cinnamon raisin, which there'll be a lot of them because kids yeah. like raisins, they're immediately uh, expelled. Two FBI agents just come be- from behind the curtain, just like just take them. <laughs> I want like that Men in Black sort of pen, and I want to evaporate their brain too on the way out. <laughs> oh, that's really fun. <laughs> Do you ever get hit with a cringy memory of your 13-year-old self out of nowhere and suddenly you're panic sweating and laughing at the same time? Don't, don't worry, don't worry. We all get that. It's because being an adolescent is one of the most visceral shared experiences we have as people. And we want to talk about it. Join me, Penn Badgley, and my two friends, Nava and Sophie, on Podcrushed as we interview celebrity guests about the joys and horrors of being a teenager and how those moments made them who they are today. New episodes of Podcrushed are out now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. After season one aired, I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. And of course, my 90-year-old mom, Judy. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me Season 2 is out now from Lemonada Media. So Adam Levine. Um, <laughs> yes. Adam Levine, the Adam Levine of it all. Um, okay, Kiki, tell me. Tell me more about Adam. This is the juiciest thing ever. I want to know because I've been following like the stuff that you've been posting and kind of like trying to read, but there's so much information coming out so quickly. It's hard to keep up. I mean, it's so fast. And you know what I love about when things like this break out of nowhere is if I'm because I was like doing something else when this like broke out on TikTok, this this IG model released this uh, video on uh TikTok and I just start getting like DMs that are like Adam, Adam Levine. And I don't even have to like, all I have to do is see the name and I'm like, go to TikTok, which is you would learn that in Kiki Academy. It's like first stop, <laughs> TikTok, second top, stop, Twitter. Like this is where you go, right? Um so this IG model Sumner Stro says that essentially one of her friends was about to blackmail her. Or had been blackmailing her. She had been, Sumner said that she had been having an affair with Adam Levine and sending screenshots to her friends, you know, that she, you know, as you would if you were having an affair with a famous person, you'd be like, look what what they said to me. And that this friend was taking this to a, a tabloid to sell it. And so she felt like, you know what, I'm just gonna 
what, as she said, rip the bandaid off and just like expose myself. Um, which, I mean, she got up to 10 million views in no time. This is like what's going on. And the DMs are very much, they, they're very like frat boyish. The, the responses that we're seeing from Adam Levine of just like, ooh, yeah, you're hot. And just like really just like basic dude stuff. I've seen the text messages, the DMs and everything. And obviously, you know, they're mm. weird because like he's, he's, he's married, Yes, he's been married. He's been with Bahadi for, I think, 10 years. To Victoria's Secret model. To, like, what we would consider the epitome of hotness. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he's married or not. And to be yeah. fair, I don't think he is sure if he's married or not, too. <laughs> so we have that in common. Yeah. But it's, oh, his DMs are so funny to me. Like, I already tweeted this, but he literally tweets like he only listens to Maroon 5. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his yeah. favorite band. Like, what are you doing? The way he just, like, writes, like, it's so, like, if you showed me these DMs and were like, guess who sent them? I would never guess it was a famous singer, you know, like that. Like, why why are you texting like this? Are you, like, are you a, a little boy? What's happening? Well, that, and that's the thing, because you assume that rich people are not managing their own social media accounts. So it's like, of course, like your, 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 your antennas go up anytime people are showing you DMs, right? Cause you're just like, um, why would they be managing yourself? And then your antennas go up too, because, you know, Sumner said that, you know, allegedly they had an affair for a year. So you would think like, wouldn't this have gone, you know, to the text messages off this at this point. Now I will say I got, um, a DM from someone that wanted to remain anonymous, that said she was having an affair with a famous comedian. She wouldn't tell me who. I tried to get it out. And that their entire relationship was maintained in the DMs. And that the whole team, you know, even the people, all the whole team around knew that they were having this affair or whatever, but they kept it to DMs. And she said, like, that was how they did it. So it's interesting that maybe that is the place. Now, two other women came forward with their DMs. And it seems clear that, like, look, these women, the other woman, one of the other women was clear. I never met Adam. I never met him in real life, but I just thought his DMs were inappropriate. He was calling me hot. When I started reading her DMs, that did feel like it was a social media manager because I just couldn't imagine Adam having this like months long conversation about tattoos. Who does that? It, yeah. You know, I was like, I know we're bored. Yeah. But come on. Yeah. There, I always have this like vision of like, how are these celebrity dudes not sleeping with a ton of people if there are all these people that are like kind of like throwing themselves at them and willing to have like, a relationships with them aside from like their their marriage situation like i i guess that's how i always envisioned yeah a very like wealthy celebrities um so whenever i hear about it i'm like i thought that's what they were all doing is that like do you guys feel the same way yeah i feel the same way but i i mean that's what i assume they do too it's just like i think about with him it's just like the fact that you were married that's that's the issue here. But also what I thought was so fucking creepy and weird was him asking the uh, the model if he can name his kid after her. And it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Why, why are you bringing up? And it wasn't even it wasn't even her, only her. He brought up with Sumner. Yeah. Like, can I name, you know, I'm, I'm having another kid. 
if it's going to be a boy, I want to name it after you. Is that okay? Follows it up with the like, huh, emoji when she doesn't respond right away. But then to the third woman that came out, this like Marika, who's also like an Instagram model or whatever, he says in the DM, I'm, he confirms, I am having a boy. We're going to name him Z. He's going to be a badass. Now, that to me is where, like, if I were Bahati, I would have beheaded. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What, how do you guys feel about what he said about it? Because he did come out and I guess post um, on his Instagram sort story and sort of like didn't kind of fess up to everything that she's saying, but did sort of fess up to having kind of like crossed the lines only in the DMs without ever having actually like met this person. There is something to me of like where there's smoke, there's fire in that sense. It's like it would have been so easy for him to take that next sort of step if he's already opening the door to like even flirtatious like DMs and like just kind of exploring like to me it's I don't know I guess it's kind of a he said she said situation but I'm definitely more inclined to believe Sumner yeah no but it's one of the things like if I if I saw like your Google searches and all it said was how to hide a body and it was just like multiple times I know you haven't killed me yet, but still, I don't want to be, I don't want to associate with you. Like you've already done the research (laughs) and have done the work and that's enough. That's enough for me to know that you know where to hide a body. Exactly. Yeah. There was an account who had done, and I can't remember, there was an account who had done a pretty good breakdown of his statement that he made. And I thought what was interesting, I was trying, I'm trying to pull it up, was like he start, you know, They pointed out, like, he started the whole statement out, like, about himself. He's just like, ah, you know? And so it's like, it shows the narcissism side. And then he kept referring, I think twice in the statement he made, he referred to my wife instead of saying the name Bahati. And this account was pointing out how, like, again, he's really showing how it's like this ownership possession versus, like, trying to say her name, like, Bahati, which is what he should be saying, um, and I just thought it was interesting. It didn't, you know, it was like, he said he was, you know, taking responsibility, but he was not because here's the thing. Let's say you didn't even have a physical affair. You still had a, a emotional, you know, there yeah. was what your definition of cheating is, is like, whatever. Now, look, now some people are saying the rumors are they've had an open relationship. And so in my world, I would have been more actually happy that they did have an open relationship and they actually came out and said, you know what, none of that, not that it's any of your business, but we do have an open relationship and we're fine with it. Cause I don't know, it would have given me like kind of a different way to look at them, maybe look at celebrities who are trying to maintain this, you know, like typical nuclear kind of household. Like, no, maybe there's plenty of couples in Hollywood who have open relationship and let's be honest about it. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what I would do if I was in a situation where like somebody wanted to know more about my life than I was open to sharing about. um, And then they found out about it without me necessarily like being able to talk. I mean, it's that that's really, I guess, stressful. Um, But at the same time, I mean, just to quote my friend, Emily Rose, she's like, honey, if you're doing crack, I'm gonna talk about you doing crack. Like, there's no like, (laughs) you can't just 
fuck? You can't just do crazy shit and expect people not to gossip about it, not to talk about it. And so I think maybe there is that thing again of like, we have these celebrities who expect this privacy, but then I don't know how they think it's not coming out is really what I'm saying. Like, you have all these eyes on you. Like, how did you, how did he not think that this was going to come out? But even if it did, I mean, let's think about it. Like, he's been rich and powerful for a while. I mean, yeah. look, even yesterday we saw for the first time him and Bahati together and they kept pointing out in the Daily Mail article their $52 million house, which I didn't even realize they lived yeah. in a $52 million oh house. God. But let's, okay. So, like, they're rich and powerful. So, even when bad things come out, you know you're not affected. We've seen it. Like, you will be fine. You might have to go away for a little bit. Like, and I, my, by go away, I mean, like, just stay out of the, like, the limelight. But then someone pointed out something interesting to me, too, which I was like, God, you know, PR, publicists do think this far ahead. Sometimes you're so rich and famous, and you know at some point you're going to be irrelevant, that you let these little scandals happen, and you don't care, because if it does come out one day, you'll be relevant again <sighs> when it does come out. There is like a whole machine of fame and like of of marketing that I think is like beyond our wildest dreams. And it makes sense. Like it totally makes sense that something like that exists is just sort of scary and creepy and also makes it all feel a little less real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's totally fake. I mean, let's be real. I mean, it's all so, everything's so contrived, which is like, which is why I like, again, which is why I love TikTok. And I love how celebrities get called out on TikTok for like, they can't, they can't be fake there. They're, they're forced to be nothing but their authentic self. Like the Kardashians are not faring well in the TikTok land. And, you know, you kind of love to see that. I I mean love to see them not doing well at any uh, <laughs> on any platform. To be oh honest. my god! But it's, it's so fucked up because like it's like one of these groups that even if they're like being hated, they're still making money out of it. Oh yeah! If they're being loved, they're making money out of it. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> I want. That's I what want we're really that jealous in my of. Life, to just make money no matter what. Yeah. Uh, any publicity. I completely agree. Yeah. I I just I just feel like this Adam Levine thing is not gonna be over yet. There's gonna come like more people are gonna come out and it's just gonna be like gonna get worse and worse. And to be honest, it's just like one of those things like the more you look at him, the more you look like everything about him, it kinda tracks. Just like yeah, the the guy whose body is a uh looks like a driver's license, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it has a state on it and numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. It makes sense yeah. to me. He definitely has a sort of like a fuckboy vibe to him, which is what I think made him so hot to so many people for so long. Yes. I think he definitely has kind of the bad boy vibe for sure. So again, sort of like not necessarily that surprising. Um, have y'all ever like I I've never caught like any person that I've ever been with like kind of like inappropriately DMing somebody else. But have y'all ever like had a friend or caught anybody that you were with kind of like, cause there is a difference between like sort of like flirty texts or flirty DM stuff versus like getting out there. You know what I mean? Are you asking me if I've ever gone through an ex-boyfriend's phone? Um, Have you yes. met me? <laughs> <laughs> I can only uh, imagine. Yeah. Is that another Kiki class uh, for I've sure? I've definitely like, gone through some ex's phone. Yes. Did you find stuff you didn't Absolutely, like? Absolutely. Because yeah. here's the thing. Because the only reason you're going through a phone is because your instincts have already told you something's wrong. Yeah. So there's no way you're not finding anything. 
Once yeah. you've reached that point of no return, just be prepared for all the things you're going to see because you're going to see some stuff. Yeah. I, I've gone through like my current partner's phone, but like in a very innocent way. It wasn't that I thought I was going to like find anything. It was more of just like, I wonder what they're up to in here. Um, and it's just like looking at like things that they like their Instagram or something like that. Um, I didn't, I don't think I clicked into like any of the conversations, but. Are you the type of people that ha- like hand your phone over like and just like let people scroll? Like I would never let anyone scroll oh, wow. through my photos, scroll through my messages. Never. Me too. Yeah. It's yeah. It's honestly like it's not that because for me it's not like about like having something to hide. It's more like I don't know what embarrassing shit I've screenshotted for like no reason <laughs> or like a text message that I've sent. Like, you know, it's not like it's nothing that would get me in trouble. It's something that would just make me feel embarrassed kind of. <laughs> It's like, again, like to get, to get back to Google searches, like I'm not Googling anything like, you know, fucked up, but it's just like, I'm Googling stuff that I find sometimes embarrassing and very specific. Like if you go through my Google search and you're fi- you find something like how to fold an ironing board, I don't want you to see that. <laughs> That's pretty embarrassing, Mo. <laughs> People love to pretend that there are simple formulas for living your best life now. Eat this and you won't get sick. Manifest it and everything will work out. But there are some things you can choose and some things you can't. And it's okay that life isn't always getting better. I'm Kate Bowler, and on Everything Happens, I speak with kind, smart, funny people about life as it really is. Beautiful, terrible, and everything in between. Let's be human together. Everything Happens is available wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of your favorite Lemonada Media podcasts? By subscribing to Lemonada Premium today, you'll gain access to fun and inspiring bonus content from all of our podcasts across the Lemonada Media network. As a subscriber, you can listen to never-before-heard interview excerpts between Julia Louis-Dreyfus and her A-plus guests on Wiser Than Me, laugh along with Elise Myers as she and her guests play a rapid-fire questions game on Funny Cause It's True, and continue to uncover new ways to make life suck less through our exclusive subscriber audio. Check out a free trial of Lemonada Premium today in the Apple Podcast app by clicking on our podcast logo and then the subscribe button. Quick, tell me what your searches are. I want to know what your last searches are. My last searches? Yes. I want to see what, like, what are the last few things that you searched on um, on your phone? But how do I even look to see? I don't know. Mine is mostly about Adam Levine, honestly, because I was, like, preparing for this episode. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, oh usually God. whatever the latest thing is that I've been, like, gone into a deep dive about, I mean... Exactly, yeah. My most embarrassing is probably, like, Bo Burnham girlfriend. Like, if I ever... If there's ever a real celebrity that I really like, I'm like, do they have a girlfriend? And then... <laughs> And then I just I just continue about my day. I don't do anything about it. You know what's I just funny? need to know whether or not I still have a chance. On my on my YouTube search, Bo Burnham appears twice recently. <laughs> That's right. Interesting. Uh, yeah, because yesterday I was listening to his. It's not even a complete song. It's that video of him uh, 
I don't know if you've seen it where uh, I can't believe you're making me vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, I love it that video. It's, okay. it's, it's like 30 seconds, but truly such a catchy song. It's so yeah. funny. And he like, I think he, uh, when he filmed his latest special, he then after that released a uh, the takeouts and it was one of the takeouts. And it was right before the elections when Joe Biden was like clearly like the front runner. And I think yeah. it was the, the sentiment that everyone shared was just like, I can't believe that you're making me vote for Joe Biden. It's like he's a Democrat and I just have to do it. But and I, I'm going to go ahead right now. Yeah, I'm going to throw in and I'm going to throw it in the English as a second language flag that I've got to throw because I'm no ESL. But I know what you mean. And you meant to say outtakes, but you said takeout. And that outtakes. to me is the most precious thing you've outtakes. ever done in our entire friendship. Mod. It is. It is true. And I'll tell you, you know what? I, I, tend to do that because when you translate most of these things in arabic it's the other way around yeah you know like these like words like it's just like they're always like flipped oh i call i call what do i call i say i'm having i have to double think about this instead of having i'm having second thoughts i say double thinking about something exactly because i translated from like my language to english and I also do the thing with, because uh, there is no P sound in Arabic. It's only B. Hmm. So oh, cool. whenever I'm like, whenever like a word has a B or a P, I have to think about it for a second because I'm not sure which one it's spelled with. Because uh, I don't know if you remember like when IHOP changed their name to IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that yes. briefly. And I was just like, oh, I always assumed that was IHOP. I had no idea it was a P. <laughs> <laughs> oh i have oh my god yeah i love i love all my email cell moments have i told you one time i try to say i'll tell you about this whole thing it's like i was in college essentially and i wanted to go study with some people from a specific class and uh, i was also in a marketing class where we were talking about um like something called a Oh my God, I already lost it. Anyways, I was trying to say the word um, uh, study group, and instead I thought of the word focus group, which is the marketing thing, but couldn't yeah. think of the word focus. So then I said concentration camp instead oh, wow. of, wow. this is what I'm telling you guys. <laughs> wow. I told a group of people in college that if they wanted to be in a concentration camp with oh me, my God. instead of asking them <laughs> if they wanted to be in a study group with me. And um, <laughs> nobody responded to my. I wouldn't. Yeah. Nobody you, responded to me. Um, yeah, were you, um, I'm surprised you weren't like. <laughs> yeah, just immediately canceled. But I went. Yes, I went from study group to focus group to concentration camp. Oh my but God. you can see how I got there, right? No, like, no, is it, yeah, I, I no. see it now. Okay. Yeah, I see the process. Just, yes. Yeah. When did I just you didn't... figure it out that you had gone wrong, and did you send a follow? I up? sort of didn't talk about it again for a really long time until I, I think I just like sort of realized it because it was just I just sort of realized it maybe like a couple years later. I don't know. I must have been like alone in my room doing something stupid, thinking about it, going like, that "What so did funny. I do?" And being like, "I said concentration camp when what I meant was study group." Oh my god. Um, but yeah, that's probably my worst bottom of the barrel <laughs> ESL moment. Um, oh my God. Yeah. I don't think I've, I really I've had something up. like that, to be honest. 
Yeah, and not knowing the yeah. Oh my that might god, be, that might be the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insane. I know it's really bad. It is so funny. Yeah, I would love to see the conversation they had on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I was being eviscerated on the side. Well, I guess we have some apologies. Oh That's yeah, right. well, yeah, I already yeah. did mine. Oh yeah, I apologize you've done, you've done to yours. the. To the 2007 graduating class of University of Houston for I hope um, they accept it. ruining their day with a single um, text message anyways. That is so funny. Well, uh, we're going to move to my favorite segment, which is Sorry Not Sorry, where we either apologize to someone for something or we ask for an apology. And I'm going to start with you. I know you've had one, but... You give I us have to do one. another one. You have to give have us to another one. one. No one, like you, okay. literally could have saved that. You knew you could have saved that, but you chose this. Should have saved it. I should have saved it. Okay, um, I would like to apologize to the country of Mexico because you know I come here. I um, I come here and I hang out with my family and I have a great time. And then I still go and I try to haggle with people over prices. And yesterday I decided, you know what? I'm just going to try to pay whatever it is that they're asking me to pay if I think it's like not completely like inflated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I feel like I owe it to the country of Mexico to just bring my money here and actually spend it here and give it to the people. Because I get a lot from this place and I love this place. And I just think I need to put my money where my mouth is and just spend it here. So I'm going to stop haggling as much with all the vendors that I have around here in my life. I mean, my thing is like, I don't know, like, do vendors like like that? I feel like some of them do. <laughs> yeah, like it's a game. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like it's always fun for them. It's just like, because I have friends who are like, you know, um, you know, go to Morocco or like, countries in north africa or so like egypt yeah. and, and all of that and they don't haggle they just don't that's not a concept that they understand what huh. just like you can like haggle like with street vendors and stuff like that and they just give them a price and they're like okay i'll just buy it and it's just like i'm sure they're surprised too and it's like what the fuck is wrong with you like this is yeah. literally this does not cost fifty dollars this costs five dollars and you're not willing to go with me on this like journey like this cost me one dollar to get and you're just buying it you fucking dummy yeah did you guys ever watch that video and it was like in nepal of a nepalese woman like chasing down a white woman because the white woman was like haggling her over this one thing and she was like you fucking tourists come here and like you want to pay me like a tenth of what i'm like don't haggle with me you heinous bitch and then she just chases her down a mountain with a stick but here's the thing what's funny to me because it's just like sometimes street vendors like you can like tell that this is like a haggleable thing yeah you know but sometimes it's a store that has prices you're not haggling that's how much it is it's like walking into i don't know h&m it's twenty dollars you're gonna pay twenty dollars you're not gonna haggle with the customer service person yeah and i think that i think sometimes people travel and they just assume everything is just like every price <laughs> is open to just like what the everything fuck are you is doing up for negotiation yeah no this is twenty dollars you're gonna pay twenty dollars or just leave yeah yeah you're at a grocery store not like a fruit stand <laughs> there's a difference Oh, haggling stresses me out but my mom lives and dies for it oh my, my mom, mom will haggle too. 
until my mom. Oh my god! Sometimes it's embarrassing, you guys. Sometimes I'm like, Mom, just pay that man three dollars so we can go home. I'm tired. Sometimes it, 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 with my mom, it becomes a hostage situation. I'm like, <laughs> yes, this, exactly. this man doesn't want to sell anymore. This man yeah. just want to go home back to his family. Just, <laughs> he wants to see his kids again, and he feels like he's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kiki, what do you have this week? Um, you know, I'm actually keeping with the theme of uh, Adam Levine, because Adam Levine is the only thing on my mind this week. And um, it came to my attention, someone sent me this article, and I had forgotten about it. But back in, I believe, 2012, or maybe 27, mm-hmm. 2007, I can't remember when it was. But it was when Jennifer Love Hewitt was single, and it was when Adam Levine had just broken up with someone. And Jennifer Love Hewitt went on the Ellen show, and somehow they got into like who you know Jennifer you know had a crush on, and she admitted that she had a crush on Adam Levine, and she had her eye on him. And then when Adam came on the show, you know, uh, he called Jennifer Love Hewitt aggressive for saying that she had a crush on him. And then when, you know, Ellen was trying to joke around and uh, say, like, I could play matchmaker, he was kind of like, I'm good. And you know what? I just want an apology on behalf of Jennifer Love Hewitt, because that was, like, kind of rude. And now that we know sort of, like, who Adam is, I now just see, like, a, like a just, like, you're a dick. And if a hot girl says she has a crush on you, just say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, Kiki. What a dickwad. Especially on national TV, just be like, oh, my God, she's so cute. Thank you. I'll have to give her a call and... And, you know, we'll hang out and then just leave it at that. Oh, my God. He's such a douche nozzle. Sorry. I actually think I maybe dislike Adam Levine a lot. So and I don't usually dislike people often. Yeah. Why would you like him? I don't know if there's anything likable about that man. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for validating my emotions. No, I, I, I agree. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna keep with the uh, theme of travel, which I've been doing literally because I've Ooh, been okay. I've I've just been traveling, and literally every city I go to, I discover something new that I hate. <laughs> and I think it's it's mostly airports that I realize that are. I feel like there should be a way to make every airport like st- like have like stand like standards like are very similar to the other one because I am tired of trying of learning about new places every time. Yes. It's just like okay, I was I was traveling and from Santa Fe back to New York a few days ago. Yeah. And we had to stop at uh Phoenix. And my flight got there at seven PM. And here's my thing, okay? Why is it that in Phoenix Airport mostly every food place closes at like seven? Is that ethical? <laughs> no, that seems wrong. Does that make sense to anyone? Why would you do that? Especially that my flight was like after three hours and it's six hour flight. So are you expecting me to go nine hours without any food? Ugh. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like who closes at 7 p.m.? Yeah. Especially that you still have people coming in. Like your last flight is at 10. Why are you? And what am I going to do? Eat a biscuit on, on, on the plane? <laughs> that actually sounds really nice right now. 
Yeah, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And by biscuit, I'm assuming you mean one of those cookies, not like an actual yeah. Popeye's biscuit. Okay. Oh, I wish. No. And then I, and also like, I never get my 10,000 steps in any place more than I do at the airport. Like I'm literally always close my rings there. Why is the gate always the last gate? That's what I'm saying. I, has anyone Why ever had the first gate? I'm always like, I hope I'm the first gate. Never, never have I been never. the first gate. And I feel like it's also like the thing where it's so funny to me because we always do the thing where it's just like, okay, you're like at gate uh, B35, okay? And like no matter what time you arrive there, you have to do the thing where you like go all the way there, make sure that the gate exists, and then go and do other stuff. Yeah, you got to check it out. You got to make sure it's where you need it to be. And then I can go stand in a weird line and order digital biscuits because you never yeah. know because like it happens like that's why i say like i wish airport were like standard everywhere because sometimes you're like okay your gate at b35 and you look i'm like okay these are gates b i know where i am i'm gonna go get some food and hang out and then right after my, before my flight i will just go there and then you go there and then you realize b35 is not even here you have to take a bus to get to it but it's now too late. I like that. I think standardizing airports would be really cool. Yeah. I think that would be really, really fun. And it doesn't mean that they all have to be the same looking building. It just means like all terminals are sort of built in a similar way so that you kind of know where you're going no matter when you're there. I love this. I vote for this. And I would like a public apology to you as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Phoenix Airport, please. Yeah. It's, I mean, Get your it's, shit together. it's already bad that TSA is always bad. We don't need, we don't need more shit. Also, uh, this is the opposite of an ad. American Airlines, get your shit together. <laughs> you're always bad. <laughs> truly, worst Hate airlines. Them. And like, Hate them. it's it's so funny that you're called American Airlines because truly the worst airlines ever. Like, <laughs> I've never tried Spirit, but I assume it's not going to be a worse. Yeah, yeah. You know, I came to America on American Airlines, and. Um, that was the last good experience I had with them. <laughs> that was it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next time. I'm Sorry is a Lemonada Media original. The show is produced by Alex McCohen. Supervising producer is Chrissy Pease. Our executive producers are Stephanie Whittles-Wax and Jessica Cordova-Kramer. Our mix is by Kat Yor, and theme music was composed by Xander Singh. If you like this show, please rate and review. And please don't cancel us. You can find out more about our show at Lemonada Media on all social platforms or follow us on Instagram at I'm sorry underscore podcasts. We'll be back next week. And until then, be nice, play fair, and always say I'm sorry. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Elise Myers. I'm a content creator and comedian. You might know me from TikTok. Why am I in your ears right now? Well, that's a great question. I would love to tell you. I have a new podcast called Funny Because It's True. On my show, I'll be interviewing comedians, pop culture icons, and also just people I find really funny. We'll be talking about the awkward moments that keep you awake at night. Because if you don't laugh, you cry, right? (laughs) Okay, Funny Because It's True. Out now wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jose Andres. Maybe you know me from my restaurants or maybe from Wall Central Kitchen, the organization I founded to feed people after disasters. Well, it's time for you to know my podcast, Longer Tables. 
Each episode, I get to know fascinating people in the most intimate way, through food. Stacey Abrams, Jojo Ma, Jane Goodall, Padma Lakshmi. I will answer questions from listeners too. Join me in building longer tables, not higher walls, wherever you get your podcasts.